Father, the raids will come because your holiness has been hijacked. Even so, we praise you for the faith that you have given us that will endure to the end, a faith that will resist the pride of the political gods, a faith that will suffer in the flesh because of this resistance. Even so, thank you for the peace that passes all understanding in the midst of it all. In Jesus' name, amen. 1 Samuel chapter 5, we see that which is holy, set next to that which is unholy. This was the ark of God, and it was hijacked by an unholy people and kept as a political symbol of conquest. Their symbol of unholy conquest became their conquest, beginning with failures as their god, Dagon, fell on its face before the ark of the Lord repeatedly until the hands and the head of their false god was completely cut off. Then came the emirates upon the enemies of God, which is archaic for hemorrhoids. Then came the destruction, and all you have to do is look around and you will see that which is holy has been hijacked once again by many who even call themselves Christians. They put their political gods and idols next to the word of God, none which can stand up against it. Pestilence will increase, deadly destruction will come until Jesus once and for all, removes the hands and the head from all of this evil. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 16 through 21. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth, and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he hath done shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he doth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned. Also thou hast delivered thy soul. Meanwhile, why do I imagine a certain president's son smoking a crack pipe with a smile on his face while God is laughing in accordance with Proverbs chapter 1, verse 24 through 26, because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regard it, but you have set at naught all my counsel and with none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. We read in 1 Samuel chapter 6, verse 20, And the men of Bethshemus said, Who is able to stand before this holy Lord God? And to whom shall he go up from us? God will not be mocked, my friends. God will not be mocked. I see a Twitter post from Reuters. 
that says former President Donald Trump said FBI agents raided his mar a Lago estate and broke into his safe. And what his son acknowledged was part of an investigation into Trump's removal of official presidential records from the White House to his Florida resort. Now, yesterday's message entitled Houses of Dagon could not have been timed any better. And it just proves that God is on time all the time. Our holy God, who will not stand next to unholy Dagon political gods. These same gods keep falling as men continue to audaciously and pridefully set them up next to that which is holy, even the very word of God. And all I can say is, dear Christian, your political idols will soon be destroyed and your faith will be tried. The Bible speaks and history repeats, yet both have been ignored. Andrew Torba, CEO of Gab, posted yesterday that Gab Media's strategy has taken the GOP by storm. Well, Brother Torba, don't you mean the FBI strategy took the GOP by storm? So how is this Christian nationalism working out for you, by the way? Asking for a fellow heretic, as I was called a heretic and a desecrator of the Bible because I said I was not a Christian nationalist. We read today in James chapter 4, verse 11 through 12, Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? Who art thou that judgest another Christian? by your so-called Christian nationalism that, it, that goes about to establish its own law. Because clearly God is in control. We are in control of nothing. And until we humble ourselves before this almighty God, while in acknowledging that indeed he alone is in full control, we remain in the pits of pride. James 4, 13-15, Go to now you that say today, or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For you ought to say if the Lord will, we shall live and to do this or to do that. So get out of the pits of pride. Trust in the Lord. He's in control of this thing. And it's him I will trust as the psalmist has so well said in our psalm today, Psalm 40, 1-3, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he has set me my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Do you trust in the Lord, my friends? Because this uncharted pride of those who even call themselves Christians will soon be greatly diminished and it will be humbled. Just watch. Now you can keep mocking this preaching if you want. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will patiently wait upon our God. James 4, 5-7, through 7, Do you think that the scriptures saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace. 
Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It is clear that the devil is not bound. We must resist him by the grace of Almighty God, knowing that this Antichrist spirit seeks to overtake us with lust to envy for control that's not ours. Ezekiel 3.27 but when I speak with thee, I will open thy mouth. And thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, He that heareth, let him hear. And he that forbeareth, let him forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Now I was glad to see that Torba from Gab stepped aside from these political gods and this Christian nationalism for minutes or so yesterday by posting a daily reminder. He says, A daily reminder that Jesus Christ is the only one who can save us. This is it, my brother. This means minus the Christian nationalism and everything else. And I hope that this wakes up many. And I asked them, and I said, please, please do not feed the nationalistic beast anymore. Christians feeding this Babylon beast of nationalism may have been the last straw. I refuse to boast in these political movements. James 4, 16 through 17, But now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and to doeth it not, to him it is sin. It is sin to boast of these things. John 41 says, Amen, brother, well put. As my grandmother always finished her letters with, keep your eyes on Jesus. Well, John, your grandmother gets it. She understands that we cannot set that which is holy next to that which is holy. These things do not mix, my friends. James 4, 4, you adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of this world as the enemy of God. I saw a video yesterday where a conservative political commentator was on cable news stating that our only hope is to get out and to vote in 2022. They just can't shake these political gods. They just keep setting them up day after day, election after election. This political god, this Dagon politics, they set up time and time after again with zero re repentance. And this is pride. And they will ignore this preaching for their political gods. And sadly, when millions were thrown into the gulags of the past, they still did not repent. All I know, my friends, is that we are without excuse. All I know is that we must get rid of these political gods already. 1 Samuel 6, 5, Wherefore you shall make images of your emeralds and images of your mice that mar the land, and you shall give glory unto the God of Israel. Peradventure he will lighten his hand from off of you and from off your gods and from off your land. Jesus Christ is our only hope. Mrs. Naya Major BS on Gab says, When I first heard about Trump being raided, this popped up in my mind. We won. Remember when Jesus casted the demonic spirit out of the boy? 
It thrashed him one last time before exiting. However, it couldn't stop the eviction. Since the 2016 election, we've been watching the Democrat Party in his final throes. The devil broadcasts fear via TV. This is to scare MAGA folks into submission. However, Democrats cannot stop the eviction. They still think this is all about MAGA. It is not. It is all about Jesus Christ and the wrath of Almighty God that will be poured upon this nation if we do not repent. Wake up already. Repent. James 4, 8, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Andrew Torba returns to this political movement and ideology and states the balkanization incoming. No, my brother, it's more like the judgment of Almighty God is incoming. The only balkanization I see coming is the balkanization of the wheat from the tears. We will see how Christian these political movements are that are nothing but Judas movements. These political movements are never satisfied until they are forced to be satisfied with death. They just keep setting up Dagon time after time after time again. James 4.1.3, from whence come wars and fightings among you. Come they not hence, even of your lust at war in your members? You lust and have not, you kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lusts. Now do you know why they're hiring 87,000 more IRS agents? Because our faith will be tried, dear Christian. All I can say is make peace with God. Spend time with your family. Because watch, they will expand their J6 operations. And I don't think that they will think twice about trumped-up charges and forced confessions either. Because we have seen historically that this was done. You never thought that the Twitter cancellations of our day would ever become household cancellations, did you? Well, think again. We are being canceled by the same people that so many call the chosen people of God. And all I can say is, how is your chosen people working out for you? Well, I'm glad that you idolize them so much because maybe they will let you shine their boots in the gulags. Have you ever wondered why Ezekiel was commanded to preach the word of God to the house of Israel? Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 4 through 5. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. Why did he go to the house of Israel? Maybe because they were actually not the people of God. Verse 7 through 8, But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces, and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. I've spent countless hours in the Bible this past year, and countless hours on the prayer trail behind our house with my wife. There was no other conclusion than that which I have preached unto you today. I do believe that the Lord has put me in this seat to preach the gospel and repentance for such a time as this. Even though I've been mocked, 
scrolled past on social media and doubled down upon with pride. It is all worth it, my friends. Every single type character and every single audible word. Because he is worthy. Christ is King. Jesus is Lord. And it's him that I serve. We must repent, my friends. James chapter 4, verse 9 through 10. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. And I'll close with Ezekiel 3.12. Then the Spirit took me up and I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place. After publishing today's episode, I logged into Gab to read a post from Congressman Paul Gosar that reads, The FBI raid on Trump's home tells us one thing. Failure is not an option. We must destroy the FBI. We must save America. I stand with Donald J. Trump. I can't make this stuff up. We is blind. Luke 6, 39, and he spake a parable unto them. Can the blind lead the blind? Shall they not both fall into the ditch? Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he climbed unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done and thy thoughts which are to us word. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire, mine ears have thou opened, burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips, O Lord, thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. Withhold not thou thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. My iniquities have taken hold upon me so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. Therefore my heart faileth me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me, O Lord. Make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to shame that wish me evil. Let them be desolate for a reward of their shame that they say unto me, Aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray 
that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.